Talia, Reese, and Julia do it so well. Shows, shows, show, shows, and tell. I love you. No, you don't, Talia. <laughs> but I love you. You love the idea of me. You love being seen with me. But you don't <laughs> love me. Uh, hi, everyone. This is Shows oh, and Tell. <laughs> <laughs> we may have rehearsed a little bit, Julia, but while you were gone. Um, I can tell. God, I love that line. This is Shows and Tell. Uh, and if, if you didn't know, today we're doing Outer Banks. I'm Reese. Wait, I have a question. Is it the Outer Banks or Outer Banks? Outer Banks, what? Okay, well, I obviously thought it was the Outer Banks. Okay. Today we will today we will be discussing Outer Banks. Um, okay. I'm, no, it's good that we it's good that we know. I'm Reese. I'm Talia. And I'm Juge B. Yeah. Uh, we we've taken a little hiatus, so um, just wanted to to uh, I guess on mic check in with you guys. Uh, how's it going? That's so sweet. Um, it's going well right now. We're joined by a guest on the podcast. His name is Harold. He's a little skeleton from target that we recently purchased for the apartment for a spooky season and um he is an infant he is pansexual Mm -hmm. he is really just living his life um and he is just a really special friend and i i think he wanted to sit in on today's episode he is really cute honestly welcome Uh, i know isn't he sweet I've also been getting into spooky season. It's only it's been strictly horror movies for me recently. Um, Love that. Yeah, I watched The Thing last night. I also watched um, what's it called? Oh, Candyman. I watched that yesterday as well. Um, yeah, I'm going full swing into horror. Um, Love. Yeah. It, it, once it hits September, it's it's horror season. Uh, I love fall. It's my favorite season. I don't love fall. I hate fall. Oh, fall is the best. Of course you hate fall. You're a summer person, right? Julia and I have this discussion every day. I just love warm weather. Like, I love being hot, sweating. Like, just the vibes of summer. You guys like it when it gets dark outside? No thanks. You just said you love sweating. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. Well, I mean, uh, piggybacking off that, the vibes of summer, I don't think any show currently on encapsulates the vibes of summer more than Outer Banks. We'll see. Nice. Well, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, yeah, that is like... Yeah. But that was a good transition. No, 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 I think so. Thank you, thank you. Uh, thank you, guys. Um, yes, very excited for Spooky Season, which actually makes me... Yeah, Spooky Season. I, I said that unironically. Which makes me consider, is there a horror show I could do for my next episode in a few weeks? Mm. American Wait, Horror I've Story. Wait, been... No, ew. I've been dying to do American Horror Story. I love that show. Oh, my God. Which, which season? Asylum. I love the first, the first season. season. I like the second. Starting house. So, I, I'm not. I'm gonna hold my tongue on Ryan Murphy. Okay. Um, if you do it, I'm gonna come prepared. Okay, you're about to do Outer Banks. <laughs> okay, but I'm coming Outer Banks from like, uh, you know, like, an analytical standpoint. Not. Okay. Okay. This is yeah. This is not like I'm going like arguing it should be an Emmy contender. <laughs> but that being said. I, to start, yeah. I have you guys seen MTV's Scream? Um, no. no, but it sounds familiar. That show is really fun, and I feel like it's too niche to do because I don't feel like many people watch it. Not that it's mm-hmm. like I, I don't know, it, Teen Wolf maybe. Like I, I'll think of something. Mm, I do like Teen Wolf. I've actually never seen Teen Wolf, so I can't. Vampire remember. Diaries. Ew. My roommate's been watching. I like I like Mina Dobrev, but that's yeah, that's about it. Of yeah, course. she's a queen. Honestly, I'm I am excited to like hear what you have to say about outer. Banks. Okay, so to start off, I guess we could go around. Uh, it, not it's not a circle. I guess it'd be a triangle. Um, are are yeah. like you know not going in depth, just thoughts. So I'll I'll start. Okay. Um, you start. I like outer banks. Um, don't think it's a, a perfect show by any means. I'm going to go into all the reasons why, but right off the bat, I enjoy Outer Banks. That's all you want to get. Oh yeah, that's that, that's all I that's all I wanted to hear from you guys. Talia, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, I do not like Outer Banks. Okay. It is the totally the kind of show that like I obviously love like stupid teen drama romance. Like I love it. It's great. It's always entertaining to me. I watched this show quarantine 2020 
with my younger brother who was 16 at the time and I just like kind of wanted to hang out with him fully expecting like to like it and I was just like this that the first season could have been four seasons either four seasons or a tv movie seriously it gave me a headache there was just too many different things going on in too many different places and I therefore couldn't even appreciate like the little things about like how hot they all were just because like I was just being so distracted. Okay. But I also think, and I'm sure that we will get into this at a later time in the episode, but I do think that it, it was very, like, right place, right time, exactly what the world needed at the time, COVID. So those are my thoughts. Did your brother like it? Yeah. Okay. And he watched the second season, and I had, until we all watched the second season first episode, and until I watched that, I have, have not touched okay. the second season. Gotcha. And Juge? Juge B, sorry. Juge B. <laughs> Thank you for addressing me by my correct name. Um, most of the shows that you, you discuss in the show, I haven't seen, but then I watch them and I genuinely like them. This is a show that I genuinely hate. Okay. I, I feel like Julia rehearsed that. No, I, it's all improv. Nope, that's not improv. I see I, it's written down. I'm looking <laughs> at her notes. The cue cards. Yeah. I'm just, guys, I'm just really naturally funny. This is a show I've tried to watch before because I was like, what is all the hype about this? Like, I've seen the memes. I've seen this. I've seen that. John B., whatever, the girl with the lips. I've seen it all. <laughs> I tried to like it. I wanted to Just like to it. Just to clarify for the listeners, every uh, female in the cast also has lips. I believe she's referring to Sarah Cameron. Um, I yeah. believe that that is what she would yeah, do. It is not a yes. lipless cast. Um <laughs> <laughs> but how funny would that be? Perfect for Halloween. Anyway. No, that'd be horrifying if it was just a normal <laughs> show and everyone was devoid of lips. I'm going to pitch that. Don't. A show where no one has lips. So I actually had some extra credit for today. I watched both the... Re- I rewatched season one, episode one, and I watched season two, episode one, and I thought that they were both painful to sit through. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just, that's all, that's all I'll have to say for now. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine. And we'll get into the debate later. We'll get into the discourse, but okay. That's, that's what I wanted to hear. And, and I'm here ready to roast. Yeah, Talia, you said you watched all of season one and mm-hmm. didn't like it. Juge, how much had you seen? I'd seen like a few episodes of season one. Like I tried to get into it and I just couldn't. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, all right, sweet. Okay. So we got that right off the bat. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of just like to explain the show um a little yeah basic synopsis uh coming straight off the web and it does a job outer banks is set in the coastal town uh along the outer banks of north carolina where there is a stark social divide between uh wealthy seasonal residents called the kooks um they live in figure eight and then there's the working class locals called the pogues who live in the cut Basically, the show follows a group of pogue teenagers who are determined to find out what happened to the missing father of the group's leader, uh, John B. Um, he's, you know, his his best friends in the show are JJ, Pope, and Key, uh, also pogues. Um, and along the way of trying to figure out what happened to his missing father, uh, they get into some sort of treasure hunt with a sunken ship. Uh, you know, from the 1800s, uh, or maybe it's the 17 or 1600s, the royal merchant, which turns out to be tied to John B.'s father and his disappearance. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, no. So, you know, pretty basic premise. Coastal town, rich kids, poor kids, uh, treasure hunt. Uh, very simple. All hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is something we'll discuss. Um, the main characters are John B., who is supposed to be, like, 16, but is played by a 27-year-old, I think, was at the time, <laughs> season one. No! Uh, he's, Chase Stokes is, like, 28 right now. Yeah. Wait, I thought, I, like, could have sworn that he was, like, 22 and it, like, wasn't that bad. No, 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 no. Wait, on his, on his Wikipedia, it says he, he was born in 2008. That's just not true. No, no, no. Chase Stokes. No, he's 1992. Chase Stokes you're is right, 28 you're right. years old right now. Which means that when it released last year, he was 27, playing a 16-year-old. And how old is uh, Sarah Cameron? Our girl Madeline. Yeah. Yeah, she's our age. Okay. And funny fact, they're dating in real life, as I'm sure you guys know. Um, yeah. 
So he's a main character. His dad's gone missing. Uh, a classic case of looking for treasure, missing father. You know the deal. Um, wow. Then there's Sarah Cameron, who uh, <laughs> is played by Madeline Klein. And I'll get into this. Um, I think her performance is super compelling. Is it melodramatic and whatnot? Yes. But I think out of all of the performances, hers is the best for these characters that are just not people. Um, oh, I'm going to get further into this. I'm not going to... I'm trying to hold back so... Like, I can see on your I'm face. Re- yeah, I don't want to get ahead. I don't want to go out of order. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, JJ, who's the bad boy, but, you know, has a heart of gold. Misunderstood. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. There's Pope who is, uh, like, just... He, I love Pope, uh, but he's just, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the nerdy, like, they try to make him to be this, like, super smart kid, and, like, he's, like, the butt of the jokes for, you know, trying in school, blah, blah, blah. Then there's Key, who's, like, the girl of the group, and she's actually from a rich family. So it's, like, this... <gasps> yeah, yeah, it's, like, this duality of her wanting to, you know, slum it with the poor kids. But, yeah. Uh, then there's Ward, who is Sarah Cameron's father, uh, Rafe, who is Sarah Cameron's brother, and then Topper, who is Sarah Cameron's boyfriend to start season one. No, you don't, Topper. You don't love me, Topper. Um, okay. So, (laughs) season one, uh, premiered on April 15th, uh, 2020. It was greenlit the year before, um, by Netflix, and, yeah, it was basically, you know, there wasn't much about, like, online about it at the time but it was supposed to be just like a ya like adventure is what it was like posted as on like indie wire and all of like you know the tv news websites but that was basically it and then out of nowhere it drops april 15th 2020 um 10 episodes long uh it was all 10 episodes released at once and it premiered during tiger king's run so tiger king yeah tiger king had had a historic run on netflix and like when it premiered tiger king was like already out for a while and was still at number one which was like insane um then finally after nine days it was like one of those like sleeper things where it like it started like hmm, word of mouth and then like it hit the top 10 and then finally after nine days it finally hit that number one spot and it stayed in the top 10 for a full 51 days which doesn't seem like a lot, but, like, on Netflix... No, I think that seems like yeah, a lot. Yeah, on Netflix, I think the only other yeah. show to outdo that was Ozark and Avatar The Last Airbender. Classic. Yeah, no, classic. I, classic you know, Avatar. You know I love Avatar mm-hmm. The Last Airbender. No, we know. But, um, I, yeah, no, I watched Outer Banks when it first came out. Um, and, yeah, no, so it released, like, high to the pandemic, April 15th. Um, was a huge success and was immediately greenlit for a season two. And they dove right into that. Um, and it premiered like a little over a year later, July 30th, 2021. So legit two months ago. Um, also 10 episodes long. And it was also a massive hit. It was number one on Netflix. Yada, yada, yada. But yeah. Um, so... Before I go into the whole spiel about good and bad, I wanted to go over some fun production things. Um, and I wanted to share this. I'm going to give a quick shout out to my friend Lyra. She was actually a PA and assistant to the director on the show. So I asked, yeah. Oh my God, muscle tough, Lyra. Love. We're really getting the insider scoop now. Yeah, so she, um, of course, you know, like asked her boss what like she was good to share, stuff like that. So I didn't want to... Oh, my God. Yeah, no. So, yeah, no. She was like... I, what a fun surprise, Reese. Oh, yeah, no. This is, like, the fun surprise I was talking to you guys about. Oh, I love this. This is so yeah. great. Yeah. So uh, I just want to rattle off some fun things that, like, in no specific order, just some fun things that she shared with me. So um, what's it called? A lot of the show is filmed... Uh, once again, thank you, Lyra. This is super cool. and I'm, Thank you, Lyra. Yeah, yes, thank you so much. Just want to share. Royal like, queen. Yeah, some random facts uh, with the listeners. So one of them is I, the show has an iconic look where it kind of has these golden hues. And I was going to mention that. Yeah, it, it's like it looks like how, you know, like in movies, American movies will often depict like Mexico like this. 
uh, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, coastal, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, they'll make it, like, so it looks golden as if, like, there's a filter. But funnily mm-hmm. enough, um, the show creators prioritize filming during golden hour. So, mm-hmm. like, every day they would, like, you know, set up and everything like that and shoot specifically at the times when the sun would be setting so that it naturally looks like this. So, like, as Lyra, like, mentioned to me, they would literally have, like, a mad dash to, like, make it for sunrise and sunset when, like, the sky looked amazing so that it would actually translate, like, as we watch on the screen. So that was... Uh, as she explained, you know, like mm-hmm. super stressful because they have like this time crunch because they're literally dealing with sun rising and sun setting and like specific time frames, which I think is really cool. It's cool, but I kind of find it hard to watch shows in that lighting. I see, like, and this is like, like that hurts my so eyes. this is something going back to you where it's like you like you like the vibe of summer. I feel like mm-hmm. Golden Hour is the vibe of summer. Is the vibe like, of summer. Golden, but is, but like, I don't want the whole show to be like that. I, I get it, but, like, you know how it's, like, once, like, summer rolls around, like, uh, I, I hate to, like, stereotype, but, like, girls will, will, like, do that, like, first selfie of summer where it's, like, Golden Hour and, like, they're, like, this yeah, and yeah just and they look amazing no they oh always like it doesn't matter <laughs> like they look amazing and it's like that picture like this where they're like it's just yes, them and it's like i get selfie it. during golden hour just describe it because the, the listeners can't see your face so it's like it's kind of like this they like show off like the chin you have your head and but yeah like, you the, have your hand, but, like, the hand on the face and it's like kind of like head tilted down but to the side like showing off the good angle and, like your jaws kind of out exactly and it's like i actually have a really good one do you have a picture like I might have one too. Yeah, if you, yes, if you guys have, I have that, one in mind. Okay, if you guys have that, let's post that in like Okay. But like that picture, like all girls I feel like post that picture in like end of May, early June where it's like yeah. that feeling of summer's coming back around mm-hmm. where it's like that like where golden hour exists all year, but for some reason it feels as though that is like something that belongs to yeah. summer. So I feel like the show does a really good job of actually capturing that. And like that comes across Uh where I'm watching Outer Banks in December, which I would never because I, you know, it's seasonal for me. Um, I would get that feeling. Yeah. Um, So another thing is um, what's it called? Uh, They filmed like also like dealing with uh, locations they filmed in Charleston. So it was like, super tough in season two especially because people like the first season you know there wasn't much buzz like it kind of came out of nowhere and was this massive hit but then season two rolls around and now finally like that random production that filmed in charleston the year before is outer banks yeah so it became a huge thing for them to like have to deal with fans now on the street um and like shooting literally in downtown it's like constantly like they have chase scenes and all this stuff and it's tough to control because you just have bystanders like bystanders just like looking on the streets which is like a job that like she would have to deal with that like i would have to deal with on set um all that kind of stuff um another thing that she shared that i thought was um super interesting was that season two they filmed because of like COVID and everything they filmed from september to march Oh, in the winter. In the winter. And, like, although, you know, you think of the Carolinas as, like, you know, warm, like, it still no, gets cold. So, like, they would be filming, like, you know, shirtless or, like, in shorts when it's yeah. 30 degrees and have to make it yeah. look as though it's summer. So... Did it... They didn't film in the Bahamas, did they? Right? I No, they had a unit go down... Um, I don't know if they filmed in the Bahamas, but I'm pretty sure they went to somewhere in the Caribbean. If you want to look okay. that up, I'm like not, yeah. I'm like 90% sure there was a unit that went to... Um, I typed in did Outer Banks and the first thing that said uh, they filmed in Barbados. There we go, yeah. I was going to say I was like, 90, not, like 90% sure they actually filmed on location. But um, yeah, so yeah. they filmed season two, a summer show during the winter, and you know, that's just a testament to the actors. And like, you could say what you will about like performances and everything, but I it doesn't. I think they're good actors. No, no, no. Yeah. It, yeah. No, I'm not saying the acting was bad. It doesn't ever. F- I thought it was just. We'll get into it, but it doesn't feel like they okay. look cold. So I feel like that's pretty cool. They would also have heating tubs nearby on set, 
because it would sometimes literally be 30 degrees and they would be like in bikinis and you know bathing suits jumping in the water but it's like i couldn't like fooled me so you know yeah that's pretty cool and then uh another thing which i think is really cool is like which is like uh, kind of like a production thing kind of random but uh they have a whole lot of drone footage and well that doesn't seem like a big deal um like you have to have a license to fly a drone. Drones are super expensive. Uh, it's not dangerous. I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's and it, yeah, I mean, it's not dangerous per se, but um, it's definitely not easy, uh, especially flying over water. If you lose your drone, you're out like tens of thousands potentially. Mm. But yeah, like this was a super drone heavy show where they're constantly having aerial shots, and yeah, like the drone operator was there basically every day. So that's really cool because that's not something every show does. Like a lot of times high angle shots will be used with a crane. But yeah, they, they used, uh, like according to Lyra, a crap ton of drone footage. And they had the drone guy on set like basically every day, which is really cool. That's a fun tidbit. Yeah, no, exactly. Not all shows do that. And like it might not be something that like you would just like think about. But like, I mean, all those like random like car chases and stuff like that, like it helps with story. Uh, it keeps you oriented. I did think it was well filmed. Like the camera angles were good and it, you know. Yeah. I, I will give it that. Yeah, the cinematography is great. Yeah, and like, um, so yeah, like those were some, and then like she also said uh, that like they're actually good friends. Um, you know, like there's like the older people on set as it always is. And then like there's the younger people. So like the PAs are friends with the cast and like all that kind of stuff where it's like Cute. everyone's, yeah, like everyone's that. like early to mid twenties. So everyone kind of just like gets along and like it, like she described it as a very fun time. Sweet. Yeah. I was there. It's not, you know, it's nice to know that like, uh, that like the cast is actually, they're actually friends with one another. And like, you know, the, uh, the two love interests of the show are actually dating in real life and have been for like it really is what produces the best romantic on-screen yeah, couples that's real yeah, no for sure yeah so i thought that was really cool oh my god thank you so much to your friend yeah no uh these were just some really fun tidbits you know i have a fun tidbit let's hear it okay so i like grew up knowing a lot of people that went to the outer banks just in general like a lot of people from the dc area go there and i never went there but I, like, grew up going to the beach in Delaware. Shout out to Sam. I would always, if you're listening, I would always go to your beach house. And we used to, like, say some of these terms. Like, we used to call people kooks. Like, kooks are people that, like, like, kooks are people that were, like, wanted to be surfers. Interesting. But not rich people? Okay, no. so the term, okay, I, I thought that term was completely made up. So the term is actually, like. No, kook is a real surfing term. And we also, we also used to say, um. Groms. Groms are like young surfers. Interesting. Okay. That's kind of cool. No, they're they're real surfing terms. Yeah. I've never heard um, pogues though, but I've never heard kooks referring to rich people. Maybe that's made up. I don't know. Who knows? But those are some fun productions, like, you know, little tidbits. Uh, One last thing I wanted to add uh, related to the production of the show, which I thought was really cool, was that um, they were originally going to be filming in North Carolina. But the creators of the show and Netflix opted to not film there because of, like, anti-LGBTQ legislation. So instead, uh, they filmed in South Carolina. So I thought that was cool. Uh, I'm glad that they brought business and attention to South Carolina and not North Carolina. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what you get for, you know, being an asshole state um yeah people would know remember when that was happening in georgia yeah no no for sure and good like you know yeah you don't welcome people uh then you know yeah seriously people won't visit your state i'm glad that you know they didn't get the business that comes with a television show being made there so tea i agree yeah that's uh, tea yeah this is an anti-north carolina podcast um (laughs) yeah so uh that's about it for production, I didn't want to focus too much on that, even though there was a little bit of time. Um, I wanted to get in to the bad versus the good of the show, which I feel like is the heart of this episode. Um, yes. So, as you guys see from my notes, I have, like, small little tidbits, and I only have four, really, uh, for the bad. So, to start out with why I think the show is bad, or you can make the argument that it's bad, are plot holes. I think plot hole is a term that's tossed around too frequently, but 
in this show, I, I do like people will just be like, oh, that's a plot hole to something that they don't think makes sense. Whereas in this show, mm. um, there legitimately are certain plot holes, like things that are brought up uh, and never discussed again or things that truly don't make sense. Like um, in season two, uh, I, I hope everyone's watching. If not, spoiler, spoiler alert, spoilers ahead uh, in season two, um, Ward fakes his own death and confesses uh, to killing uh, officer Peterkin, I believe, or, or like the officer in season one. Yeah. When Rafe actually killed her. Meanwhile, they found his DNA on the gun and then they just decide to release him because the dad confessed to the murder, which is just like a super huge plot hole where it's like he would not be acquitted and just let to walk for, like stuff like that, where it's just yeah. like, or like it was like a whole big thing in season one where it's like they had to get down the well to find the gold. But then John and like they like it was like they needed like three, four people to get John B down with the rope. Meanwhile, when he goes down later in the season or like I think it's like literally the next episode, he gets down there alone by himself. And it's like, how? Yeah, like you needed four people to do it. And it was tough the first time. And he was able to just do it by himself the second time, which is like. So, yeah, there's you know, it's it's sloppy uh, in that regard where it's like. Yeah, not the tightest. Post the Porter Reese, do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I have some problems with that. Uh, second thing are unrealistic characters. It's kind of like, I don't want to say unrealistic in that, like, the actors, like, the performances are bad. More as just, like, these people don't exist. Where it is, like... Yeah, yes. That, yes. This is exactly my opinion. It's, like, also. 1980s, like, not, like, a John Hughes movie, but, like a bad attempt at a John Hughes movie. John Hughes, like, obviously, like, The Breakfast Club, like, all those, like, 16 Candles, like, the good... I think those are more relatable in these characters, in any sense. Oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm saying John Hughes movies, like, got it are right. Are relatable characters? Whereas, okay. like, the 1980s movies that tried to do what John Hughes did were more like these characters, where it's, like, they're just very heightened versions of like archetypes where it's like the jock or like the rich kid. It's like the trouble, you know, like I feel like everyone kind of falls into that where it's like JJ is like, you know, troubled. Like, like I said, like troubled poor kid with a heart of gold. And it's like, you know, he would do anything for his friends. And it's like, we've seen that so many times and no one's like that. And like, he's just so willing to like shoot a gun. And it's like, that's that, they're 16. Yeah. Like, it's just not realistic. Like, the end of season one, where it's like, they've known each other for two weeks, and they're just fucking Romeo and Julietting it. Like, I, like if I'm if you're going down, I'm going with you. And it's like, yes. talk to the cops. Like, you'll get this figured <laughs> out. Like, there's literally evidence to, like... like you're 16. Yeah, you're 16. Um, and season two, it's like a big plot line that, like, John B. and, like, Sarah Cameron, like, say that they're married to each other. Uh, yes. which is just like, I, I don't know. Um, I, it just doesn't feel realistic. Like no 16 year olds like this. Um, it's just like the way they talk. They're like, we have to go now or else. Or, okay. Another thing that bothered me in season two was like when key just randomly, uh, like they almost have evidence of ward shooting a man, but then key, like they're hiding, they're filming ward shoot a man. They have evidence to put him away for life exonerate their friend but then she sh yells at him murderer and like just fucks everything up which is just like that's not like no one would do that yeah like, it's just like he has a gun he just shot someone no one just i could go on with examples but they're just unrealistic characters no one is like that no you know like it that's another fault i have another thing is lack of, of development there's no real character development in the show like i guess you could say that like sarah a little bit yeah, where it's like a little, but like you see that early on, where it's like she's not her heart's not fully into it, and it's like the same thing with every character, where it's like the slightest bit of growth, where it's like JJ starts super reckless, and then like you know becomes a little bit more responsible as the season goes on, and then season two it like reverses that and then like brings it back, but it's like there's no true A to B arc, like it's it's just kind of like each character exists, they are who they are, and that's about it. Like, John B., you know, like, there's nothing super compelling about, like, oh, all not, not all kooks are bad. And it's, like, then they make every other kook bad besides Sarah Cameron. So it's, like, 
Yeah. At, at what cost? Is is there really any any growth? The last thing I'll say uh, about reasons why I think the show can be viewed as bad is plot convenience, which is just something that I always get annoyed at in shows and movies, which is basically just like uh, things happen for the sake of advancing story, um, mm -hmm. not because they make sense, where it's like they're in a state, like a massive state and city, but like two characters will bump into each other. And it's like, that's yeah. convenient for the plot. Or it's like, they're all running away in different directions and somehow they all just like bump into one another and now they're together again. And it's like, I get it. You know, it's, it, you need, like, you, you can't have like 20 minutes devoted to like how they, you know, text each other and meet back up. So many times, like a weapon will just fall right in front of them. Or it's like, just like these random occurrences that are like one in a million constantly happen in this show. I hear you. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I get that. Plot convenience is the cheap and easy route to take where it's like, okay, like we need to get from point A to point B. Let's just build a bridge and, you know, like not, <laughs> not, you know, walk around and do like the actual path. Let's just build a bridge. Doesn't matter how we got the materials. We're getting from point A to point B. Yeah. Regardless, it doesn't matter. We just need to get there. That being said, those are, those are my uh, big qualms with the show want to hear your guys' thoughts if you have anything to add before I start going about why it's good and why I genuinely enjoy the show and and I, I really do think it's good. I have two qualms. Okay, let's hear them. My first one I noticed was in the first five seconds of the first episode of the first season and maybe it's because I work in marketing but there's so much product placement in the show. Interest okay, interesting. Like in I the, actually in the first. Notice. In the first five seconds of the show, they showed PBR beer and ADT home security in the first five seconds. And I didn't watch enough of the show to, like, notice, like, if how, how often they use product placement. But that's, like, one thing that really annoys me. And my other qualm, I mean, that, that was really my major one. And we've kind of addressed all the other ones that I had, just how dramatic they are when they talk and, like, how unrealistic it is. But... My only other qualm is I just thought the show was, like, kind of boring. Also, the episodes are really long. Like, it was just, like, a lot to sit through. Like, my major qualm is that it's overstimulating. <laughs> boring is not the word that I would use. I think I just don't like action and, like, the treasure plot line just wasn't interesting to me. I needed to Okay, know. well, dude, this is this is where coming back to just genre. That you don't like the genre. Yeah, no, that's that's not like a story. Yeah, that's not a story thing. That's like you you not liking adventure. You films. just don't like the genre. Yeah, which is yeah, like maybe. to each their own. Um I, I'll yeah. discuss it, but like I do think it does a good job at capturing that like charming and I'll get into this momentarily. So I tell you what were you saying? That was that was that's my main point with it. Like when I was watching that first season I was just like I mean I liked I remember liking the first I think four to six episodes and then the last four episodes I was just like I cannot believe this this season has continued like gotcha they just could have like they could have ended up at the, that boat wreck at the end of season three and like especially with how well the show was doing they yeah. could have had these many seasons I just thought it was like way too much and maybe if you're looking at it from the point of like obviously they couldn't have thought about it like that because they didn't know how successful the show was gonna be i liked the beginning of it gotcha okay yeah. no no i i get that and like i do i too do much. think i do think there are times where it is too much like in season two there's like a throwaway bit like halfway through the episode john b gets attacked by an alligator like straight up like attacked underwater in a swamp by an alligator and like that's resolved within three minutes and it's just like he's and yeah and like that's never mentioned again like they just <laughs> they discuss it like two minutes after it happens and he's like john got attacked by a fucking alligator it's like and then that's it like oh. it's not addressed late that would be the only thing i ever talked about for the rest of my life ever seriously ever. i think that's my main issue sorry to interrupt you no no my main issue is that, like, I just genuinely cannot relate to any of the characters. Oh, okay. This is good. Um, I think... Well, this is good for... Yeah, yeah. this is a nice transition. And Yeah, I can read your mind, Reese. I know what you're trying to say. Thank you. So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of those instances where it's just, like, so much is happening. It's, you almost forget where it's like, oh, shit, I forgot that he tried to drown him. Or it's like, oh, I forgot that he literally almost died yeah, in the so sewers. Yeah. But... I think, and this is thank you again, Juge, for giving me this lob of a transition. I think the fact that it's unrealistic helps it. Um, yeah. Because of the fact 
that like unanimously i think people as a whole like yes i feel like 14 15 and 16 year olds are like this is the best show ever made um obviously because it's like you know it's what they'd want to be doing it's like exploring being with your friends all that stuff and like i'm reading reviews like they're mixed they're not all positive they're not all negative it's like somewhere in the middle where it's like everyone's like this is okay and it's like yeah i think because of the fact that people view it as like this kind of not soap opera but just like do you think it's camp no i do not Um, think the show is camp. No. I'm trying to figure out, like, my own definition of camp. No, it's not camp. Wait, speaking of camp, are you guys watching the Met Gala and seeing the looks from tonight? Because I have a lot of thoughts, but... Yeah. Dude, we're not doing this now. I we Later. That's a different episode. Uh, <laughs> Later. Um, but, side note, yes, a lot of good looks. I think like we just had to acknowledge it. Okay. That it was the Met Gala. It, it, it's a Met Gala. A lot of good looks. Getting back to it. Where, where, where was I? Um, oh, on, um, uh, unanimously, okay. Everybody knows it's bad. Yeah. Because people view it as, like, for some reason, we as a society have come together collectively to, like, decide that this show isn't deserving of, like, valid praise. Like, it doesn't deserve awards. Yeah. And everyone has come together, like, it's kind of like this unspoken thing where everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, no one watches that show seriously. It's like, we all know that the characters aren't real. Like, no one is like, I really hope I figure, like, I really hope John B. knows what happens to his dad. No one actually cares because they're yeah. they're not real people. Yeah. We don't view them as real people. Where it's like in yeah. shows like in shows like Breaking Bad, um, even and like, like normal people, and like normal people, even in like Game of Thrones, where it's like, like yes, it's fantasy, but it's like these people feel real, and we've built them up. Yeah. Where it's like if something happens to one of them, I feel that, and it's like. I relate and like my mood will change. Whereas in this, where it's like when John B is like screaming and crying about like something, I'm just like, this is fun. And it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't view them as real people. Although that being said, their performances are really good. Like they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They fully, yeah, I don't think they're bad they're not, actors. They fully lean into the roles. Like they're not like, it's not tongue in cheek. Like they're not like, oh, this is stupid. They're like fully going for it. Which is what you need, where it's like in Marvel movies, like they're fully committing to the fact that like they're superheroes, which is just like it's such an absurd thing for like children's comics. It's the same kind of mindset Mm -hmm. where it's like if you take it seriously, people will be like, all right, like, you know, like, cool. Like that I I guess like they're going for it. So like, let me just like strap in for the ride. So Mm -hmm. going off of Juge, what you said. I think because of the fact that it is so unrealistic, people are able to view it from a lens where... You take that for what it is. Exactly. It's more of a spectacle than it is like an actual relatable text. Yeah, exactly. I, I like that. And I think that people like that because... Oh, yeah, no. And it, people watch TV to like not think about their lives. And this is like something yeah. that's like... Yeah, and it's it's so it's literally crazy. just pure entertainment. It is just like yeah. the the most pure form of escapism. That's I fair. Think I just don't like shows like that. That's, I mean, that, that's fair. <laughs> okay. And, but it's like, it. that's one of the, sh- like the things that I love about it, where it's like, it, it, this will never happen to me. Like, I will never go on like some adventure. I will never no. like be, I will never run from the yeah. cops, you know, getting chased with like the love of my life and go down in a blaze of glory. Like that's not in my cards. But it's nice to watch it, and it's nice, you know, like, it, it's fun. It's fun to just sit back and appreciate the absurdity of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that is, like, it, its weakness is its strength. Um, another thing that I think is really good about uh, the show is its release, which was during the height of the pandemic. Not only were people consuming content at a rate unlike ever seen before, but, like, April 15th, this was, like, a dark time height this is like quarantine. if you guys remember like think back even like listeners uh march 15th like that was when it like the tide really changed we all yeah. thought we'd be back in like two weeks by april 15th we realized this was around and like our lives as we knew it would be changing for realistically it could have been years at that point and at that point you know it was it has been years no it has it's gonna be years it, it, no and it'll be years i mean like and things have like subsided slightly but we're getting back like i mean it's it's just as bad as it was last year right now it doesn't 
feel like that for some reason because we're vaccinated, but like it's still that bad. Like people are dying at rates worse than last year, but don't need to discuss that right now. But I digress. But I digress. Um, but basically, yeah, April was like the bleakest like time. That was when everyone was like, "Oh crap, we're not, like, I mean, like our age, we're not returning yeah, to yeah, school." Yeah. yeah. People were beginning to freak out about jobs. What does this mean for the future? You know, we were having our monthly depressing calls where you just sit there and cry. Exactly. And we had like depressing calls. And this was also during the time when we didn't know how it was transmitted. Like we didn't know if you could get it from touching surfaces. People were locking in their houses. Like I was not seeing light for so long. And this was at a time you know what I mean? Like go for yes, like yes, a little yes. walk in the afternoon, but that was it. And it like you you know, hide from people you're passing. Then this show comes out. And it is just, like, the most free-spirited kind of thing. It is, like, the, the purest form of adventure. All these people having fun, going out and doing things. And it's, like, it just existed at this time where I wanted to live vicariously through others. And it's it, it just perfectly captured that kind of, like, fun, hanging out with friends vibe. Um, are, are you guys typing? <laughs> No. I'm just, I'm just responding to me. I'm listening. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were like... They were talking to each other? Yeah, I thought you guys were... I was getting excited, so I thought you guys were being like, wow, he's getting excited. This is so lame. No, you're doing no. great. Okay, okay. I, I don't know why. Because I, I, you guys both smile at the same time, so I got nervous. That, like, I, I, I needed... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. It, it was like the perfect time where everyone needed something to watch, everyone wanted to talk to each other, and we were all shut indoors, and this gave us something to talk about, but it also gave us something to live vicariously through. So I really think the fact that it released during the pandemic was huge, but also going off of this, the fact that it released during the pandemic also went about at the same time that another thing was like on an astronomical rise, which was TikTok. Um, the clock app. TikTok had. I a, love when people call it that. Yeah, the talk. People had a field day um, with this show on TikTok. I like everything about it is just perfect for the app, where it's like the you know like yeah. the over the top performances, the uh, you love the idea of me topper like those mm. and like. Get, no, you don't. Yeah, like the like the. I've seen my brother in boxers. Get your mind out of the gutter, John B. And it's like all of these like random throwaway lines like gen z just also netflix has great gen z casting oh, i have to say that oh my god yeah and like another perfect thing where it's like the cast i'll get into that in one second but like with the rise of tiktok like and meme culture like i've seen so many memes about like uh you know john b's obsession with gold and it's like it was a perfect text where it is so absurd that so much could be done with it and like TikTok, you know, during uh, quarantine, when so many people started using the app and like when it was at this like astronomical rise, both of them happened mm-hmm. at the exact same time. It was like the perfect confluence of medias. Yeah. Uh, so that really helped it. And then, like you just said, Juge, the cast, very young, like, you know, Hot. 20s, like and extremely attractive. Everyone in the show is good looking. And all on TikTok and everybody Every- can watch them and interact with them. They are so active on social media. I think that's part of their contract. Like, I bet Netflix is like, you have to post, like, about this show. I mean, yes, but, like, also, like, this is, like, their first big roles for all of them. Yeah. Like, they had been, like, one-line people in, like, John B. and Sarah Cameron, the actors respectively, both had been in Stranger Things. Yeah. I have a question for you, Reese. Yeah, what's up? What do you think of Netflix giving Addison Ray like, a movie, three-movie deal or something like that? I think it's really smart. Like... <laughs> I, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I just... Her movie was painful to watch, but that's... I think a, that's... that's I think that's another... Episode. Yeah, I think that's a problem with the writing and stuff. I haven't seen the movie just because I, I don't want to do that right now. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just like I can't do just that. Just not what I want to be doing right now. No, it's, it's just, just I I can't do that. Like at the moment, like I'll re- I'll revisit it or not revisit. I'll visit it at some point, but just I can't. Like I'm not I'm not in that headspace. You're not the best. I'm not. No, I'm real. I'm really not. Like I can't. Like I can't do that. I'm not either. But no, yeah, they're gonna make so much money. They're gonna make so much money. Um, she seems like a genuine person. 
like if she brings no nothing against her yeah, as no, a no. person as an audience and she can perform and like bring something to the table then like power to her and it's like as long as like i like there's like the dixie d'amelio she like featured on the tv show and i saw that bit and she's not an actress and it showed and it's like you know like that was just for ratings that she was like a guest star but like if addison ray could carry a movie like why not like they, yeah, I mean, that's questionable. They don't have to break the bank on her, but that's like, that's the question. Yeah, but uh, back to this, like I think the entire cast is pretty talented. Like they're convincing in their roles, which I think if anyone else were in these roles, it'd be tough to see. Part of it is like you can't be too over the top because then it becomes like cheesy and trashy. But then if you're too cool for it, it doesn't work because you know if you're too cool for the show then it's like you kind of feel lame watching it yeah they perfectly yeah. it's like the superhero thing where it's like literally right now with shang chi tony lung uh who is in shang chi is like this super established actor uh he's in one of my favorite movies chunking express he is like really one of the most talented men acting and he has been for decades and he's like a huge star in china yada 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 um, he's in Shang-Chi, which is a Marvel movie, and, you know, he's talking about, like, dragons and water spirits, and, and it's like, he has gravitas, and you believe it, and it, you don't laugh at it, because he's fully diving into the role, and is not just like, okay, this is a paycheck. Like, he's actually, like, making the character into something. And it's the same thing with this, mm-hmm. where it's like, when Sarah Cameron is, like, screaming about, like, john b like don't kill my dad and it's like this is so insane but she's fully going for it and she's actually very convincing and it's like no i don't give a shit what happens i'm like all right like this is fun to watch i think it's good that none of them were famous before yes that definitely helps yeah i agree it's easier to believe the characters exactly Mm -hmm. like their personas are like what like we watch like that which is also i'm very interested what do you guys think they'll have like I know Madeline Klein is going to be in the new Knives Out. Oh, that wrapped filming actually today. We're recording this on Monday, September 13th. Uh, I did not know that info. Yes, Knives Out 2 yeah. wrapped earlier today. But yeah, she's going to be in that. And like, I, I genuinely think she's a good actress. And the rest of them I do so too. So your question is, do we think that they're going to have acting, like big acting careers? Yeah, like, I, like do you think, I think the so. rest of the cast... like? I can see Rudy Pankow having a big acting career. Who... Oh, is that JJ? He's JJ. Yeah. Yeah. I think once you have Netflix on your resume, yes. I think that each of them have a big enough following and a big enough like niche yeah. thing that like people will watch the next thing that they're in yeah. and then decide from there. Yeah. Madeline Klein definitely has that look also that's like so popular right now. Like the big lips and the she she's cool like in general. Just as a person. Oh yeah, they're all really cool. Like uh, like yeah. on their own and they're all super attractive. But like I also think. The guy that plays Rafe. Wait, I have one thing to say. I just want to say one thing because yeah. we were talking about the quotes earlier. Yeah. And then because I'm just on the top of, of Rafe, like yeah. I know everyone had like the, the quotes that they were obsessed with, like. Mm-hmm. But me, my brother, and I, our quote that we were obsessed with was Rafe's whole thing of being like a pick me to his dad yeah. was just so funny, and the the scene at the end of the first season when. Like, they're about to sh- yeah. shoot the cop. Mm-hmm. And Rave looks at his dad and he goes, you know who did it? Me. <laughs> not you. Not me. No, no, right, sorry. You're thinking sorry. the Hermione thing. Not not you. No. <laughs> not Hermione. Not me. Me. Not Hermione. No, no, you. no. <laughs> that's really funny because yeah. I was also quoting that yesterday and that's probably why that came yeah. out. But no. Rafe was like, no, dad. It was me. Not you, not Sarah, me, Rafe. And then I literally was watching that, and I cackled. He, I was like, "Well, that was sad." I mean, like it's it's like funny, but it's like I think he's a pretty compelling actor. Like, no, he is. He is. I just like that character's crazy. I know he's like, at, and like in season two, he goes fully off the deep end. Yeah, like I know, I, I know. gangs, like absolutely insane, but like. He's a compelling actor, and it's like I I could kind of see him playing like the the scuzzy character, and so, you know, like the brother in Get Out, yeah. Where it's like that kind of like wiry, greasy the Chris guy. Evans, yeah. Wait, Chris Evans. I have a prediction. Wait, what? 
You just said I didn't get out. Get out? Oh, no. <laughs> Not knives out. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're switching a lot. Yeah, no. Uh, get out. The Jordan yeah. Peele one. Yeah, like the brother in that. Where yeah, he's no, like I the kind of like gr- greasy, kind of like, what's this guy up to? He has something up his sleeve. But yeah, no. Totally. I, I, feel like, I feel like the actors in this show have careers post-show. Even if it's just in like sitcoms and yeah. stuff. Like, my, my prediction though is that Chase Stokes is not going to be as big as Madeline Klein. No. I agree. It's yeah, I don't think he's gonna be like the it boy. Like he's gonna be a successful actor. He's not gonna be to that an elevated level of fame above what he is it's, now. It's tough. I because it's like I can't. I'd have to see him in a movie before I can make that judgment. But like I yeah. can hundred percent see him like becoming like NCIS. Uh, you know, like hot. You know, yeah. Like, uh, leather jacket. Like you know, whatever. He's not gonna become Timothy Chalamet, is what I'm no. saying. No, but. Who knows? You know, like I mean, Timothy Chalamet started on Timmy. started on a uh, Homeland as like you know like the annoying uh, like little boy character when he was like fifteen, and then like three years later yeah. he's nominated for an Oscar. So it's like we, we don't know, but yeah, that's just my prediction. No, no, no. I uh, you know I I share that with you, but you know I'm holding out hope. I hope the best for all of them. Um, yeah, and then like I guess. Kind of just to, to wrap up, I don't want to go on for too much longer, but season two released, like, I guess kind of, like, the pandemic is still bad right now, but it was at that time when people thought COVID was over, uh, mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. definitely, it's definitely not over. Um, everyone, please still wear masks and stuff and, like, do your part, get tested. But uh, season two released during, like, the height of people letting their guards down. So, it like... I feel like what season one where it's like people wanted to live vicariously season two was more like people were like, Oh, let's get out there and party and like do what they're doing in the show. And it's like, it captured yeah. it, it did the other side of the coin where it's like, it, it had that like fun spirit that yeah, like made people summer. be like summer. Yeah. Like drinking adventure. And it's like, totally. Yeah. It worked perfectly where it's like the polar opposites of like that same desire to like, have that summer feeling that summer fun then just like some last things uh it harkens back to the teenage adventure flicks of old you know like it captures that goonies vibe um i think it does that pretty well and it's like yeah it's like it's it's fun it's a treasure hunt and it's like you feel invested and it it really is it you know it's like the lost boys um not peter pan but like the vampire movie from the 80s remind me of like lord of the flies no no I, i don't I don't know why. That I, I disagree. That. Yeah, that I disagree with. That yeah, I don't think it's like some massive allegory for you know, or like what happens when you leave boys alone. It's not they that they start deep. to kill each other. But um, <laughs> no, but like it's like you know, like one of those like fun like eighties like romp around movies, you know, where it's like Corey Ham and Corey Feldman, you know, joshing around. I think it really captures that well, and it I I genuinely love adventure films i don't think they're and shows i don't think there's enough of them they tried doing jungle cruise i don't know i feel like the last real great attempt at it was like pirates of the caribbean like when it first Mm. came out but there hasn't really been that kind of like fun adventure thing since i don't know if there's anything that comes to mind for you guys like there used to be a bunch like romancing the stone like all yeah no no real and i guess i literally can't think of one thing yeah that's what i'm saying it's like it's kind of lacking Stranger Things, I guess, actually. I was going to say Stranger yeah. Things, but I thought you were going to say that's sci-fi. I mean, it is sci-fi, but it also has that like similar vibe of like adventure. We all just turned our head from the lightning at the same time. Yeah, yeah. the lightning is really like a lot right yeah, now. Yeah, it is a lot. I know. Spooky. It's it almost, almost makes you want to go on a treasure hunt. Um, <laughs> Should we go on an adventure after this? I mean, maybe. And then like the last two things I wanted to bring up were um, the soundtrack uh, features a bunch of fun music. Like I've downloaded a bunch of songs that I've see like listen to in the episodes a bunch of good we music. love that yeah great soundtrack definitely captures once again the vibes of summer has that fun feeling and then lastly every episode and it's like a classic storytelling technique ends on a cliffhanger most of the time the cliffhanger is like completely it, it just ends up being nothing like it'll be like oh <gasps> you know someone gasps and then it turns out like the next mm-hmm. episode starts and a, a fucking bat flies and it's like okay like that wasn't a big deal but it's like Ugh, i hate that no and me too but it's like it's cheap 
but it's fun. It's cheap thrills. And it works. And it, and works. it works. And it, there's works. a reason that it's been, like, this is how storytelling has worked for decades. And it, no, it is not an Emmy award-winning show, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It's fun to watch. Uh, it's compelling. There's, like, like I just went on, there's so much good to it. And even the bad factors into why it's good. Um, overall, good, good for you, Reese. Yeah, over, and it's like, this is... That's a fair critique. Yeah, this is, you know, it shouldn't be a show that I like, but it is. It's, you know, like, I, I'm usually one to, like, really want narrative, like, horror. I really thought he was joking when he said he was doing oh, it. Oh, no, 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 I was really surprised, Reese. You know, and, like, it, it's it's a super fun show. Um, I'm, yeah. I hope that they end it on a good note. I hope they don't make it into more. But I'd love to see more kind of adventures like this. Um, more yeah. kind of like fun. Let the let you know fake like twenty eight year old teenagers be fake twenty eight year old teenagers. Let people have their fun. You know, not everything has to be some hard hitting story. Not everything needs character arcs and stuff, which is like a point I made earlier. But like, you know, some things are just better for entertainment than they are in super important texts in our club. Well said. Yeah. So that's that's my uh I will say that Julie and I did not come down as hard on you as I thought that we would because you made really good points. I thank you. Yeah no and like yeah. that's yeah, I, mean... I don't I think all critiques of the show are valid. Like I, I think it's okay that you don't like it. But I do think that the reasons you don't like it can also you can also view them as like reasons why someone would. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, Julia, I'm gonna try to find you some adventure like shows and movies that you might like. Just to like, I don't think I'm gonna like them. Maybe not. She's not gonna watch them. Okay. Well, how do you know that, Talia? I know you. I know you. That's true. Okay, Um, guys, you ready for the character comparison? Should we compare? Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking in the back of my head, and I don't really think that the three of us. Oh, I think I think we have. I think we have people. Okay, so you go. You go first. What do I have to, okay. Um, you go first, you do all three of us. Oh, okay. Um, well, for me, I think I'm kind of like Pope. Yeah, that's yeah. I agree. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just, like, he seems somewhat realistic. Like, he's not, he's like, let's not do this, like, super absurd thing. He's, like, kind of grounded in reality. He feels, I guess, the most real of them all. Completely agree. He is the only yeah. um, actual character. Yeah, I get that. Juge B, not John B. She Juge kind of reminds me of. Darn. She kind of reminds me of JJ. Sarah Cameron. Oh. No. I said JJ. Um, just because like JJ is like fun spirited, good friend. I, I don't know. It's just like I. Feel I love like, the section. I always hear the compliments. You know, I feel like they have similar. Yeah. I feel like they have similar vibes. Where it's like no, Juge, no, like JJ's pulling a gun, but like Juge will like start up. You know, be like. This person sucks. Throw like, hands. Yeah, throw hands. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's that same kind of like energy where it's like, oh, she has your back. Like that kind of thing. And then I feel yeah. like Yeah. And then I feel like uh like Talia's like I it's tough. Cause I feel like they're kind of the same character. Um, John B and Sarah Cameron. Where it's like Okay. <laughs> I don't know Yeah, main character energy. I don't know who to like choose you as i'm just head honcho yeah it's like they get the group we always give to you the main character and she hates yeah i love it guys i thought you hate being the main character well i i hate i don't ever like who the main character like i don't ever like the main character of the show but i want to be a main character it's like Like, in every television show i always like a secondary character but i like in my life i want to be the main character gotcha but yeah so like i feel like you're like it's tough. I can't really decide, but one of them, because it's like they're very similar, even though they're like, you know, one's a kook, one's a poke. But like, yeah, yeah. I I would have to agree with you on all. I don't have like a strong. I definitely the whole time was thinking you as Pope, just because the most realistic, the most yeah level headed, not crazy, not wild. I don't really see Julia as JJ. That just doesn't click as for me. What do you see me as? None of them. I'm just too unique and interesting. I, I totally agree. I don't know. It's just not like coming to me. Um, but I I appreciate the Sarah um, John B combo for me. I, I do. Yeah, I agree like with that. that. Agreed. Cool. Aligned. Cool. 
really good episode, Reese. You brought some really, really good tidbits. Yeah. I thought I thought Very it was good. super informative. Well, I thank you. I um, like the way you structured it. Yeah, yeah, like, I know, like, we're supposed to focus on, like, production and whatnot and yada, no, yada, yada. No, but you brought in the production secrets. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to that make up for surprise. it. Um, but, yeah, uh, this was, like, I think I'm going to do eventually a show that I actually don't like and just grill it. Um, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, like, I, I think I'm eventually going to. Don't worry, I have you, I have you with that. Yeah, no. All of my, all of my. <laughs> yeah, no. So I'm, I'm ready for that. But, like, this is a show that I feel like a lot of people discount. And I wanted to give it its its due because I don't think it's deserving of of all the hate that it sometimes. Hate. Yeah, I like that we're doing a recent show too because we've done a lot of throwbacks. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah that's a uh, oh grievances of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys have any that you want to share? I feel like I had so many. Just Jewish people holidays. Who have, people who have the audacity. That's my grievance. Uh, I'm I'm gonna need you. Oh. Do I want to ask you to elaborate that? I'll just stop there. I, I That's all I have to say. Why do people have, like, why do people talk to you in public? Oh, I have a grievance. I have a grievance. I have a grievance. Yeah. Um, getting canceled on, like, for dates. Dates canceling. I hate that. I hate when people cancel at the last minute for things in general. Canceling on the last minute. Unless I, unless I also wanted to cancel, then I like it. No. There have been so many dates that I have not wanted to go on. I always go because, like, what are you going to lose? You know, myself, each of my roommates, we just got stood up. We were trying to go on a triple date and we just got stood up. I hope it's okay that that I'm putting this in here. But continually getting canceled on and stood up. Not stood up, stood up, but, like, canceled on day of. Yeah, I hate that. I hate flaky people. Like, we're old. We're dating. Like, be mature and follow through. And I hate flaky people. Like, I will always go through a plan. I, I, I really don't know they ever cancel on people. Same. T, you know me. I'm the consistent queen. Yes. And that's why I appreciate you. Yeah. And that's my grievance. That's pretty fair. Yes. All right. Well, okay. I have my grievance of the week. Um, you go. I hate hangers where, like, the, the metal head part doesn't move. Um, yeah. It's like... Yeah. One of my hangers just broke. Yeah, like, I'm trying to put it in the closet. I, I don't want to have to, like, take it off the hanger. And, like, it, and then, like, everything's mismatched. And it's like, what if I want to hang it to dry somewhere in my room? And not just up mm-hmm. in the closet. Then it's like, I can't. What's There's no design. Like, there's no there's no purpose for it to not move. Who, what is big, what is big hanger gain? Um, it just, it really grinds my gears. Um, yeah, that's. That's a big one for the week. Uh, I guess another one would be, and I, I like the change of season, but it's mm-hmm. the drastic like sixty degrees in the morning to eighty degrees during the day. Yeah. It's too much. It's 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 too much. I can't. Yeah. I can't dress for both. Um, like I get wearing a sweatshirt, but then it's like I'm carrying a sweatshirt. Uh, Aligned. It's like in in a few weeks. I see what the in a few weeks it'll be like sixty degrees and then like seventy, which is fine, which is fine. But right now it's 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 too drastic of a switch. Um, I can't. I get that. I can't deal with it. So. I I hate when it gets cold. I hate when the sun starts. The sun starts going down sooner. And I the my other grievance is related (laughs) to all this. I hate. (laughs) I hate when people. If you don't, if you don't have grievances, that's okay. You don't just have to list things that you hate. (laughs) No, she. I have one. I hate when people are wasteful. Like, I hate when, like, th- th- nothing inspired this, but this is just something I hate in general. Like, I hate when, like, you'll go to, like, dinner with someone and they'll take, like, one bite of their food and they'll be like, they don't get a box. I'm like, you're not going to take that home. I agree. Okay. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Yeah. Like, I love leftovers. Well, because then I think like, you're wasting money. Yeah. Well, just, like, I don't know. I hate the thought of, like, throwing, like, I, well, I, I like, am an anti-hoarder. I always throw things away, but, like, not with food. Okay. Like I will eat it. All right. I, I this was this was much many more grievances than I thought. Um, You're the one who even have grievances now, King. Well, no. Julia went on like she named like eight <laughs> different things and decided to elaborate on somehow ten of them, which is insane. Um, yeah, I had, mine were two clean ones. That's it. Oh, you know what I hate? I hate when like huge, huge. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna end the episode. Uh, right now. Wait, I want to. I have to say what we're doing next week. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry. I was trying to get us out of here. 
<laughs> okay, I'm gonna be really quick. Next week we're doing Fleabag. Um, the episode Ooh. that I will be leading is Ghost Written by One Roommate. And we're gonna be watching season two, episode four, aka okay. the uh confession scene with Fleabag and Hot Priest. And that is what I will say about that. I'm very excited. Okay. Cool. Are we excited? I literally don't know anything about Fleabag. Okay, good. I've seen up to season two, episode two, and then I just like put it on pause. Interesting. Okay. Well, we will discuss. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, hands in, team. No. Okay. Let's just have a nice night, everyone. One, three, two, two one. Chosen towel. Chosen towel. P4L. Pogues for life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm a kook. Okay. Let's end it. Mm-hmm.